Welcome to Explore the Word. So glad that you can be with us in this podcast today. And today we're going to look at David and Goliath just for a few moments. David and Goliath is one of the greatest stories in the Bible for me. I've loved it since I was a kid and I still love it. David was definitely a hero. He 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 just did amazing things for the Lord. I know he did lots of things that he shouldn't have done either, uh, but he did so many good things for the Lord. And uh, we do one or two things when we face giants. We run or we face them. It was that fight and flee or flee and fight uh, situation. What, what we're going to do. And uh, if we're going to be honest about things, we usually don't like facing giants. Most people don't thrive on confrontation. It's not the way they are geared or their thought process. Uh, so a lot of us run, not so much fight, we run. Uh, in 1 Samuel chapter 17, in verse number 32, it says, And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go up against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. Down verse 37, David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion, out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul saw, said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. David was not perfect, as I alluded to earlier, but he was a man who was willing to fight for the Lord. And at this portion of Scripture, he is a young man. He was not afraid to go to battle with the giants of his life and claim victory over them through the Lord. David was a giant killer. And we can be too, again, through the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. The, the, the giants that you're facing today um, are not like Goliath in the sense that they're physical, more or less. I'm pretty sure no one's facing a Goliath today. Uh, but the idea is that uh, the principles that are laid out they can help us face the giants in our life. First of all, we have to exhibit the right motives. David was sent to the battlefield by his dad to provide food for his older brothers. And David then finds the army of Israel cowering in fear in trenches because of the taunts of this massive Goliath. Goliath, the champion of the Philistines, was far from any ordinary man. In fact, his stats were quite impressive. He was nine feet nine inches tall. He wore armor that weighed in at 175 pounds. He carried a spear that weighed over 32 pounds. This monster was covered in brass from head to toe. He was a formidable opponent, and defeating him seemed impossible. Forty days he came out in the field and taunted the armies of Israel. In 40 days, no man from Israel challenged him. But this day was going to be different. David's faith and confidence in the Lord enabled him to rise to the challenge, and he offers to go and fight this giant. His older brother hears, he questions the motives of why Israel's not doing things, Eliab, and um, he gets upset with him and things. But David's motives were pure. It wasn't for money. It wasn't for fame or influence. It was for the glory of God. Verse 26, And David spake to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to this man that 
killeth this Philistine, taketh away the reproach from Israel. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And verse 29, David said, what have I now done? Is there not a cause? This is after being kind of a, taken to task by his older brother Eliab. You know, this is for God's glory. Goliath was mocking God and David could not stand it. Uh, and he, again, he wasn't doing it to hear the uh, applause of man. He was doing it for God's glory. A uh, famous scientist of yesteryear, Michael Faraday, he gave a demonstration of a new discovery and uh, it was in a big hall before the age of uh, computers and things, putting up on the screen. And the uh, hall went mad in excitement when they saw this new discovery. They gave him great applause and in silence. And, uh, you know, after applause like that, often the uh, presenter would come out and bow again type of thing. Uh, but Faraday could not be found in the hall. He had left right after his demonstration and went to his little church that he attended prayer meeting. Faraday was not in this for man's applause. He wasn't a scientist for that. He was doing it for God's glory. And so it was for God's glory. And then um, as well, you know, he had just been newly anointed king. David had protected uh, the sheep from the attacks of the lions and bears, and he was going to protect Israel from this Goliath. So, uh, you know, different things that were taking place in his life. But what what is your motive for facing that giant and well it should be for god's glory i refer to that to david's life first uh, corinthians ten thirty one says wherefore therefore whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do do all to the glory of god this should be the ultimate motivator in our life it should be to all things that we do should pass through that filter uh, a desire for god's plan to be fulfilled in his, in our life that's david was doing that he wanted to see god fulfill uh, the work in his life and so should we and uh, Romans eight twenty eight, and we know all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. It's part of God's plan for you to face your giant. Uh, and if not, the giant wouldn't be there. It's, it's part of God's plan. Uh, I would submit to you that the, one of the primary reasons God used David to defeat Goliath was because David had the right motives for wanting that giant dead. One of the reasons... You and I might not see the giants fall like we want. It's because we often are praying and operating under the wrong motives. And as referred to in James chapter 4, verses 1 to 3. You know, you have to embrace the right methods too. When David's plan to kill Goliath reached the king, he joined the crowd of naysayers saying, telling David that he could not. He's too small, too young. When Saul found out that David was not going to change his mind, Saul tried to suit David up in his armor what he had used to fight. Now, David couldn't use this stuff because he hadn't proven it. Um, There's no way he could use it. He wasn't familiar with it. David was determined to go into battle with things that had always worked in the past. David didn't know anything about shields or spears or swords. Not at this stage. He would later. He would utilize those things in battle as he led Israel. But he wasn't schooled in those things yet. David knew God. And he knew God had given him some ability. And he knew that God had always given him victory in the past against those who fought against what was right. And David's thinking, well, well, God hasn't changed. He's still going to keep doing that. David knew that God he served was greater than the giant. So he took his staff and his sling, got those five smooth stones, 
and he went out the battle. I've seen pictures of where they think they know the valley is, uh, where this battle took place, and that stream is pretty small. I mean, I understand over over centuries it could change, but it's not a big roaring river or anything. It is a little stream, and that's where he went and got those stones. Folks, you can try any method you please to defeat the giants in your life. You can attend the latest seminars. Well, probably not attend anything right now with what's going on in our world, but watch them online. You can read the newest book. You can strive for a purpose-driven life and things of that nature. But when it's all said and done, giant killing is simple. We need to do it believing in God, faith, trust in the Lord. Uh, We need to be people of the book, exploring the word, as I have mentioned so many times. You want to see the giants in your life lay defeat at your feet? Then you need to know these facts. God is greater than your giant. Our God is the creator of the universe. Images from the Hubble telescope have suggested that there are over 50 billion galaxies, and each galaxy has over 200 million stars. That's massive. That is hard to understand, to comprehend. And the Bible says, He that telleth the name of the stars, he calleth them by their names. Great is our Lord and of great power. His understanding is infinite. It's beyond anything. Make no mistake, our God is greater than all our giants combined. If everybody listening put all our giants together, they still are minuscule compared to God. The God who worked then... In David's life is still working today. Malachi 3 6. For I am the Lord, I change not, therefore ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. You don't need new methods to defeat your giant. Tried, proved weapons like prayer, faith, word of God, they still get the job done today. Just like in the days of David and after him, before him, we need to be in communication with headquarters about our giant, our giants. Prayer is the believer's greatest weapon, or one of the greatest weapons. I mean, we could have an argument over that, I guess, a discussion over what is the greatest, but it is a wonderful tool and weapon to help us. We need to assault our giants with the word of God. Hebrews 4.12 is a double-edged sword. Uh, Attack your giant in faith, knowing that God has the power, has the ability through him to give us the victory. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15.57, but thanks be to God, which give us the glory through our Lord Jesus Christ. He will give us the victory to get through it, or maybe we won't get a victory at the moment, but he'll give us the power to go through it until we do see the victory. And some of, for some of the things in our lives, we won't see total victory until we get to heaven. And that is the greatest victory, that we will spend eternity with Jesus Christ. Now, God did not save you, Christian, so that you fall in the hands of the giants of the enemy. God's not interested in you defeat. He wants to see you have victory and have that abundant life. And the last thought is you have to expect the right miracles. David walked down in that valley that day directly into an impossible situation. He was doubted by many. I would say majority. He was ridiculed by the giants. I mean... David didn't have very many people pulling for him for this battle. I mean, the Israelites, the ones who did verbalize, were like, no, you can't do it. His own brother questioned him. And then when he goes out to fight for them, then the giant comes after him and ridicules him. Yet his faith uh, strengthened him to accomplish uh, what fear denied Saul and the others and what the giant thought was impossible. David engaged the battle. And he won. Faith took up the challenge that day. Faith stayed with God. It worked out. Faith walked down in that valley. 
faced the giant, hurled the stone, and saw that giant fall to the ground. Now, folks, you may not see your giant fall the instant you exercise faith in God. Don't lose hope. You see, you can't always believe what the eye of flesh sees. And I'm not saying at the at the very first moment where you you know re-engage with the Lord, you're you're exhibiting faith, you're moving forward, that trust factor. No, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. It may look like you're outgunned, outnumbered, and in an impossible situation. I'd like to remind you that we serve a God who specializes in doing the impossible. Man, he he is the Almighty God. I don't know what kind of giant you're facing today, but I'm pretty sure if you're not facing one now, you will soon, or you just got through facing one. You know, don't fear. I understand that we need to have a healthy um, respect for the enemy in the sense that he is always there, but don't fear. Uh, and look to God to give you the strength, whether the giant be of jealousy or fear or whatever it is, I mean, the list is truly endless. It can be overcome by the power of God. Examine your motives, why why it, you want it defeated. Embrace God's methods for defeating that giant and go face it. Face it. And uh, strength be strengthened by God's word for the battle. And remember, the victory is always through the Lord. It's not through your strength. It's not through your wits. It's not through your ability or wisdom. It's through God. And sometimes we don't see the victory here on this earth. I can think of many stories of men and women who served God faithfully, prayed for great things to happen, to face their enemies and things, and the Lord took them home before that happened. But years later, the giant fell or that prayer was answered. Uh, So just keep going through the Lord. So thankful that you tuned in today. Uh, Until next time, keep exploring the word and looking to Jesus.